Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple seconds and relax, let the Lord reveal himself. Just let the stresses of the day or whatever is on your, your heart and mind, just let that fall by the wayside. We want to hear what the Lord has to say to us individually and receive everything he wants to give us. Just want to remind you how much he loves you right now. Regardless of any reason you may think he doesn't, he does. It's his nature. He can't stop loving you. Our job is to let him. Our challenge, we find it so hard to receive unconditionally what God wants to give unconditionally without hesitation and without limit. The circumstances you're in right now are from God. Whatever your present situation or what you're facing tomorrow or what's happened in the past, He is the God of now, and he and we have authority over time. As you get to know him more and more, and he frees you and heals you and restores your soul, your perception of your life will change. Your perception of your past and your present and your future will all become one and you'll begin to see what great things God is doing in your life right now. That every step you've taken has been purposed and planned, ordered by him. And that if he wanted you in a different place, however you want to apply that, you would be in a different place. So don't accept shame. Don't accept rejection. Don't accept the title of failure or broken. Those are not from him.
you are a beloved son of God. You are a joint heir with Jesus, a co-inheritor. Everything Jesus inherited, you have also inherited. You are his beloved, the apple of his eye. He can't turn from you. He is devoted and dedicated and committed to you. Now, sometimes what he's doing in our lives doesn't seem to match up with what we think, okay, if God loved me, my life wouldn't be like this. Or I wouldn't have made this mistake or or choice or decision. And yet God does love you. So our perception of our decision, our choice, our present situation is what needs to change. So Lord, show us those places that need to change. Reveal to us and change us Give us the healing we need. Show us the lies we're believing. We want to make the most of every opportunity in our lives, Lord. We want to be transformed and conformed and become one, one in ourselves and one in you. We want to be one spirit, soul, and body as you intend. So, Lord, we give you permission to do whatever's necessary, whatever you desire. And we acknowledge that in the natural and in our soul, and we acknowledge that our spirit has already given you permission to do whatever you want. And our spirit is already joined with you to do what is best for us. We thank you ahead of time for everything you're doing, even though it doesn't always seem like it's what's best. But Lord, we know you know what's best. Lord, sometimes these things that happen in our circumstances are bad. People are hurt and injured and die and Relationships crumble and the choices we have made don't seem to result in anything but hardship. But Lord, we know that you have set the path before us and you are leading and guiding us. Even as we raise our foot to take the next step, you're bringing down our foot exactly where you want it. Every step we take, every thought, every desire, you give us the desires of our hearts. Lord, help us 
and train us and teach us in whatever way is best for us. Well, we know that you don't need our help. But we want to be a co-worker with you in whatever way is best. We don't want to be ignorant of where we are, where we're at and where we're going. We don't want to be ignorant of the, our enemies. We also don't want to be ignorant of the supernatural senses we already have, how our soul works, how our enemies work, how the supernatural realm works. We don't want to be ignorant, Lord, of reality. So, Lord, we're, we want to be taught. And we thank you ahead of time for everything you're doing in our lives. So, just to, to start and a- answer a couple of really good questions. One that um, is really good is, we've been talking for so long about spending time waiting for God and listening and getting our ears tuned to be able to distinguish his voice. And now we're talking about specifics and getting a handle on learning the supernatural realm and really exploring more broadly and deeply and differently than than what we have expected or been taught or even desired in the past. And all these things take work and effort. And sometimes they, we don't always understand what's going on. And so the question is, is do we have to do this? Do we have to heighten our senses? Do we have to increase our awareness of God? Do we have to hear him? And the answer is it depends on what our goal is. Learning about our authority in these, as a spirit, we have authority over the supernatural realm, the solical realm, the whatever realm, but also the natural realm, and learning how that authority works is not critical, does not affect God's love for us. But it's good for us. Learning to get healed and cooperate with him and perceive our our truth versus what we believe and cooperate with him as he heals us and reveals himself to us, that doesn't affect the deep and abiding love God has for us. It doesn't change it, make it greater, or or anything. It doesn't affect it whatsoever. But it does affect us. It's good for us. Hearing his voice, becoming aware of his presence, putting in the work, the time, the the effort 
to know him and be available to him and develop a relationship with him. Is that necessary to receive his love? Well, of course not. But those things are good for us. It's the best thing for us. Nothing interferes with God's love for us. But he wants us to do these things because they're good for us. So you absolutely don't have to do any of these things. You can absolutely pick and choose. This is strictly between you and God because it won't affect how much he loves you. It's not going to make him love you more. It's not going to make him love you less because he is not more or less. He is love. So that's all he can do. Be love, be loving toward us. It's like the sun. The sun doesn't shine less because the clouds are in front of it or whether we enjoy it or not or whether we're inside. The sun does its thing. It gives heat and warmth and radio waves, whatever it does. It does what it does. And God does what he does. He loves, and he loves us. But learning, enjoying the process, exploring, being a pioneer, an investigator, acting on our questions and our curiosity, it's all good for us. Okay? So you're off the hook. If none of this seems interesting to you or something you you want to put some effort into, doesn't matter. That's fine. It may not be God's time for you. Being on this earth may not be God's time for you. That's fine. He doesn't love you any less. And he doesn't love someone else more. I kind of look at this all as enlightened self-interest. For me, my perception is I want to learn everything that God has set aside for this earth that can be learned. It's kind of like I don't know what comes next, but I don't want to be behind. I don't want to go from second grade to third grade and in second grade should have learned a certain amount of math, and then in third grade be behind in math. I want to know all the math I'm supposed to be learning in second grade, so when I go into third grade, I'm ready to learn the next thing. Again, I don't know what's coming next, and I'm okay with that. Because learning the math I'm supposed to be learning isn't that hard. I've got a really great teacher. 
okay? But you absolutely don't have to do this. Don't be burdened. Don't be feeling like I'm doing it wrong or or I should be doing this more or how come God isn't, you know, blessing this. Let all that go. You you already have a relationship with him. You don't have to get one. You don't have to talk him into loving you. You don't have to convince him to look out for you. He already does because he loves you. Okay, another really good question is, and this is kind of a broad one, just how long does it take? And I'm right with you on that one. Very often it seems like, you know, I'll go long periods of time when nothing seems to be going on. And I'll be consistent in spending time with him and asking and conversing with him, and yet nothing seems to change. There's no breakthrough and nothing new is going on and just kind of seems like, you know, nothing, nothing. And then there'll be a slight change or a big change or a question answered or a sense of healing. And what I've learned is it doesn't matter. Because again, we are not bound by time. Now having said that, there are ways of, shall we say, speeding things up. And it deals with some of the exact things we've been talking about is sharpening our senses and increasing our perception of who God is and what he's doing. And I'm just going to, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on them, but just to let you know, there's two general categories. One is waiting and the other is fasting. Now, both of those are things we do in the natural that affect the supernatural. And I think I'm not really totally understanding how they work. Because, for one thing, my approach to the soul and how the soul relates to the spirit, and likewise how they both relate to the natural and the supernatural realm and the spiritual realm is really different from most people's. And I understand that, and I'm fine with that. And y'all can take whatever makes sense to you. I'm not going to feel at all like you have to understand and grasp everything I say. We're all learning. And I suspect over time I'm going to change my mind on some things. But you know what? I'm real curious. I figure the best way to know about things is if I've got a question, to go to God. And if I've got a question, odds are he's given me that question. So fasting and waiting, I think there's something 
that happens as we structure our time, our earth time, in such a way where we are lessening the effects of the natural, whether it's through waiting, spending more time waiting, or fasting, which is bringing our body and our time and the things we do, making, carving out more time for him in various ways, but also carving out more of the natural, sacrificing, if you will, denying ourselves. There's something that affects the soulical realm, that affects our soul, that makes it more available to our spirit. Now, I have some sense of how that works. I'm still in the process of figuring out the best way to relay that. And because part of our challenge is, is words, is language. This is where we're at, is we're, we're dealing with what we can talk about and what we can communicate. Again, God is all about experience. So these two things that do speed things up is waiting. And that would include making more time during the day, denying yourself. This is why it's similar to fasting, denying yourself in areas where you would normally, like say go, you know, even go on a vacation. Instead of going on vacation, you set aside some time to, to just wait on God, be with him. Turn the TV off, that's where the fasting is. Just carving out more time for him. In a, in a lot of ways, that's all we're doing anyway, is we're giving him a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, and he fills that time. He reveals and changes us. And that's where the fasting comes in. Because it's not just food, not just what we consume, but also fasting from TV, from sleep. Sometimes the, if you really want to speed things up, set your alarm clock for 2 o'clock, 2.30, 3 depending on your work schedule, and get up and sit with him. Just wait for him in the middle of the night. There's something about bringing your body and your plans and just sitting in the quiet where there is an ability for us to be able to hear him so much more clearly And we somehow have the idea that we deserve to hear him. And it's not that we deserve him less any other time, but because we are making some kind of a sacrifice, we are more open to feeling like he's going to talk to us. Because we are talking about the God of the universe making himself known to us. And sometimes we have a hard time. Okay, it's just me. And again, this is we're not talking about having a special gift or anointing or needing somebody to pray for you. Just like you have two ears on your head and you have eyes and you 
can perceive and feel and taste and touch. You don't have to learn once you've learned how to hear and perceive. Now, we we hear new sounds, and we go check it out. What is that? But then we know what it is. You know, like we're playing with ringtones on our phone. We learn to recognize, okay, I like that one. That one's going to be my ringtone. And then we get familiar with it. And then we recognize it, and it becomes a part of our lives. The process of learning. When we give God our attention in ways that are hard for us, that are challenging for us, it somehow makes us feel that we deserve to hear from him. Again, it's not that we do, because we always deserve to hear from him, because he wants to make himself known to us. But it kind of gets us off the hook. We feel like, yes, Lord, I, I am worthy to hear you. I am good enough for you to talk to. So I challenge you to try that. That's one of the fastest things, is getting up in the middle of the night, whether you fasted the previous day or not. Now, I will tell you, a lot of times if you do these tactics, these these strategies, fasting and waiting, in the same way with waiting, expand your waiting time. Spread it out throughout the day. Take time instead of taking a lunch break. Go sit sit with him. But also, you know, carve out instead of going golfing, you know, or whatever, even before you go home, park in a parking lot for five minutes, for 10 minutes, for 20 minutes before you get home from work. Make time. Sacrifice time. Sacrifice, yes, go ahead and sacrifice food. Sacrifice your favorites. And yes, t- TV, computer, your your whatever you do, write, reading emails. We all spend far too much time reading things that aren't of any import. But as you do that, it somehow makes us feel like yes, we deserve to hear from God. Now He's already talking to you, so it's not like. You have to make him talk. The inability to hear him is all on our side. Now your spirit, again, is hearing him all the time. The problem is our soul and our body. Our senses aren't tuned to him. So as you do that, I want to let you know that there are risks. Very often when we do start some people call it getting serious. You know, really want to hear from him. Want to do everything we can to be one with him and perceive him. Very often, he will take full advantage of that. And he will heal you. And he will reveal himself. And he will put his finger on things, on areas of your soul 
that is resisting him. And sometimes things get worse. And sometimes memories flare and emotions. So don't be surprised if things come up where here you wanted to have an experience with God and it's pretty much the exact opposite. You feel like he's a million miles away and all you're doing is reliving bad memories. Maybe even where you've made mistakes or others have made mistakes. But what do we do all the time? Lord, is that you? Lord, what do you want to say? Lord, what's going on here? Regardless of the circumstances, face him. Keep facing him. He knows what you need at all times. Now, there's other risks. When you start making yourself available to God, you become a threat to your enemies and to his enemies. So don't be surprised when that happens. We talked about, do do we have to do this? Well, absolutely not. And there may be a little reason to not do it, because you're not a threat to your enemies. Now, your enemies are still going to bother you and interfere with your life, the world, the flesh, and the devil. You're still going to have interference in your life. But you're not going to be equipped, so you're just going to have to learn to live with it. But if you're understanding our relationship with God, we understand that part of our growing in him is learning to deal with our enemies learning to deal with things we don't understand learning to live as a spirit so we will hopefully move on a little bit more next week until then if you have any questions drop me a line at diane at the rainers org. until then This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.